welcome to Graduate Chapel, Awards Chapel, and uh, opportunity to listen to our graduates uh, testify for us. I was, this is a highlight of the year. But would you stand with me and let's sing to God be the glory, great things he has done as our graduates walk in. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This is one of my favorite chapel services of the year. It is our chance to give God praise for all that he's done over the last year for us, for us as students. Amen. Uh, amen, students. Amen. amen. For us as faculty and staff and administration and for us as friends and family. We're glad you're here. This evening we will uh, announce awards from, from a variety of different places. Uh, we will hear testimonies from the students and then we will have a chance to pray for them as we anticipate the next celebration over the next few days and also anticipate what's on the other side of graduation for you. So, at, uh, so we'll begin through the process. Those of you who are part of the uh, festivities this evening, uh, just come in order, I won't announce you. So Dr. King, if you'll come first. A significant tool for the purpose of assessment and quality improvement in the Bible and theology program here at NBC is the much beloved Bible content exam, which is provided by the Association for Biblical Higher Education. The Bible and Theology program is pleased to present a cash award of $100 for the highest score achieved on the Bible content exam by a graduating senior. In addition to the cash award, certificates of excellence are being presented to the top three high scores among graduating seniors. The third place highest score certificate goes to Derek Sint. The second highest score and certificate goes to Chance Peter. And this year's cash award for the highest score on the ABHE Bible content exam goes to Christopher Montgomery. I'm wondering why everyone clapped for Dr. King and no one clapped for me. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> now it's all going to my head, you know, that's a bad thing. <laughs> the Evangelism Award is provided by the Chick Shaver Center for Evangelism. Dr. Chick Shaver has been a commissioned evangelist in the Church of Nazarene for many years. 
He was the professor of evangelism at Nazarene Theological Seminary until he retired in the year 2000 after 30 years of teaching. It is a special privilege for me to present this award because I sat under Dr. Shaver's teaching while I was a student at Nazarene Theological Seminary. The Chick Shaver Center for Evangelism recognizes the importance of highlighting evangelism among our pastors and people. Therefore, they have established this evangelism award for a graduating senior or a student entering his or her senior year who shows the greatest concern for and effectiveness in reaching lost people for Christ. The recipient of this award receives Chick Shaver's workbook and DVD presentation entitled Witnessing Without Fear. This recipient also receives a cash award of $100. It is my pleasure to present the Evangelism Award for the academic year 2014-2015 to graduating senior Michael Mockerman. for Professor McKithen to come up here with me. <laughs> uh, Professor McKithen taught this class, Oral Interpretation, this fall because I was on sabbatical and he was my choice for that. So the students that got to sit in his classroom were very fortunate. It's my distinct honor to present the Oak Bible Reading Awards for this year. For those of you who are not familiar with this, the annual Bible Reading Award program began at Nazarene Bible College in 1969. It was established by our first academic dean, Dr. Norman Oak. He had a strong conviction, and I remember it well, although I don't remember it from 1969, <laughs> that NBC graduates should be able to read the Bible well, read it effectively, aloud, in public. All three of those words are important. This personal conviction of his compelled him to establish this annual event on our campus. So, every year, for 46 years now, the college community has gathered in a chapel service just like this to listen to students read scripture. And I must say that in the 42 years that I've been associated with this tr tradition, it has been a tremendous blessing. I'm sure that those of you who were present in January to hear this year's readers would agree with me on that. The donors for this award are the daughter and son of Dr. Norman Oak. Throughout the years, they have been faithfully contributing to funds to establish what is now an endowment that perpetuates the award. I want to say publicly how much I appreciate their generosity and their support honoring their father's legacy. To be eligible to participate in this event, Students must have completed the speech course called Oral Interpretation.
That course specifically focuses on expressive reading skills. The techniques learned in that course impact not only the effective reading of scripture, which is its primary objective, but it builds greater confidence in public speaking and in the proclamation of the word through preaching. And so tonight we are honoring those four readers that read for us in January and I would like to call their names. They are receiving a check for $100 each and this is to recognize their diligence and to commend their commitment to this sacred responsibility. Their names are Jessica Barbet, Julian Howland, Randy Smathers, and Terry Smathers. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I know who you are. Uh, every year, the uh, faculty of Nazarene Bible College has the privilege of reviewing and selecting uh, graduating seniors who fit the criteria for who's who among students in American universities and college, colleges, and also the Delta Epsilon Chi Honor Society for the Association for Biblical Higher Education. And so it's my privilege this evening to uh, name the names of those folks who have received those honors on Saturday morning, 9.30, outside, when it's not raining. Uh, we will give a more formal recognition, but uh, we want to honor those folks this evening. Those who were selected for who's who among students in American Nazarene universities and colleges are Candace Adams, Jessica Barbet, John Burgey, Fawn Hubbardy, Christopher Montgomery, Marsha Pottinger, Brant Smith. Would the, the three of you that are here, would you stand and we'd like to honor you. You may be seated. Those who were selected to be members of the Honor Society Delta Epsilon Chi were Candace Adams, Nicole Alder, Jessica Barbet, John Burgey, Joyce Grambo, and Brant Smith. Jessica, would you stand? We'd like to honor you. begin the scholarship announcements, um, I'd just like to say thank you to the many individuals and organizations who have supported NBC through their endowments. Um, it's their generous giving that allows NBC to award so many scholarships every year. After last year's awards chapel, NBC was able to fund an additional 25 students for a total of $19,733. Um, 
these were scholarship awards for the 2014-15 year, and these were in addition to the scholarships that we announced at that awards chapel. <laughs> Going forward, we've also awarded a total of $48,400 to be distributed to 55 students in the 2015-2016 academic year. Um, these endowments, um, the endowments who provided this funding and the students who will receive those scholarships um, will be posted at the bottom of this digital podcast. <clears throat> the General Superintendent's Ministerial Scholarship Fund is administered by the Church of the Nazarene International Board of Education. Um, it's specifically designated for students attending Nazarene colleges, and I'm happy to announce that this year, um, two students have been chosen to receive this award, Mr. Kevin Bond and um, Mr. Curtis Birch. Mr. Curtis Birch was not able to attend this award ceremony, but I see that Kevin is here. Um, Kevin, could you please come up to the podium? our chance now to hear from the graduating seniors. So what I'd like you to do, those of you that are in front of me, we're going to form two lines, half on this side, half on that side. You've made it this far, which means you passed your math class, and we can, we can do this. And then they will take turns at either mic, um, sharing a little bit of how God has helped them through this process, uh, through the experience known as Nazarene Bible College. So stand, please. Okay, and come. Nice work. My experience at Nazarene Bible College has been uh, phenomenal, and I think everyone up here probably could say that they watched how God brought them here, how God continues to lead them. One of the things that I'm taking away from this time is I did an acrostics for the word grace. And the very first thing is gratitude. Gratitude for the people that have poured into my heart and into my life and in the leadership and ethics area gave me great communication skills that I didn't know existed. Um, but going forward, it's also important to me that I continue to keep that gratitude in my heart. Gratitude opens doors, it opens hearts. The second thing is R in grace, and that's relational. Uh, making time to keep Jesus is my number one relationship. To take time for people above projects, visions that we have and achievements that we have ahead, things we want to accomplish. And then also to remember relationships, it's more important to win a friend than to win an argument in life. Um, a, amazing, amazed by God's grace. We live a privileged life 
as God's children. We hold life, we need to hold life, and always hold life lightly so that His grace is flowing through us and in us constantly, that we hang on to those things that He gives us. Uh, the third is courage. Courage to never give up. Courage to say, I don't see the end, but I won't give up, because that's where God shows up. And then the last letter is E, empower. Empower those around you. Spend your life on behalf of others. These are the things that I have learned that I will take into my life and to continue to live out of. To live life on behalf of others as Jesus did. This is a life worthy of our calling. I'll keep it short. Um, I didn't know we were going to speak. I, so here it goes. No, that was awesome. Praise the Lord. Um, I just want to uh, thank the Lord. Um, I never figured on going to school beyond high school, and I'm going to go on a master's program, so he's got other plans. And I want to thank uh, four professors in particular, Dr. Um, Powers and Dr. King, Dr. Attic, and also Dr. Russell. Oh, see where you are. Um, you guys have shown me what it means to be men who love God and who love his word and who love his people. And so thank you. I can say that I am leaving here loving God more than I ever have, loving my wife and my children more than I have, and I love his people. And so thank you for modeling for me what it means to be a mighty man of God. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. I think we all can agree that when God calls us to something, it might be a little unorthodox in the way that he brings you to where he wants you to be. And so when I started at the Bible College, I met with Dr. McConaughey, and she had accepted me into the program. She went ahead and even um, enrolled me into classes. I went home that night and applied, was accepted, did all of the paperwork for financial aid, which then in turn put me in Dr. Attic's English class with no books, <laughs> um, which stressed me out to no end. <laughs> but here I stand, and look what I'm wearing, and God is faithful. Um, I have countless support system. They're all sitting in a row right over there. Um, there are my they're my number one support system. Um, and also, my, actually, my sister has been sending me cards every week for this last month, just encouraging me. And this last week, I wanted to share the Bible verse that came with the card. And it says, in Proverbs 40:11, for the New Century Version, it says, I'm guiding you in the way of wisdom, and I am leading you on the right path. And I have just truly enjoyed my time here at Bible, Nazarene Bible College, and I will continue to just do and endeavor whatever God has for me. Thanks. Well, my story is just a little different than everybody else. I started out a little older, and I actually started my NBC career from a pop-up on a computer screen. Um, I was in a really hard time in my life at that time and things were really difficult. I was actually living in the basement of my daughter's house. And that pop-up screen came up. I let it stay up there for about an hour, and then I made a phone call, and it was Dr. Self. And from there on, my life has totally 
changed. Amen. Totally changed. Um, five years of online classes. I took one class at a time because of my work schedule and everything else that we were doing at the time. And every class expanded my life and changed me from a very, very worldly person to a very highly devoted Christian. And from here on out, I know that my path is going to be clear and true. Um, I've definitely got the attitude of Christ. I share the attitude of Christ. And I break it down very simply. simply um, it's just being loving, kind, compassionate, and understanding to everybody you do and everybody you touch. And if you can just remember to live that lifestyle, you'll be a member of NBC. NBC is totally my life. And I have to say thank you to another person. Jocelyn, where are you at? That girl kept me on schedule every single day of my life. <laughs> All five years. You deserve praise. You do a great job. So. Thank you very much, Dr. Albright. Thank you for the cohort. Thank you for walking me through the, the counseling part of it. Um, I'm now working for a very large contemporary church, working with the kids and counseling. It's a great program, so thank you very much. Well, Dr. Attic, you're the only one that's been around as long as I have. <laughs> He's the only professor left on this campus that was here when I started in 1990. Don't be like me. All you ones that still have a ways to go, don't be like me. Don't go, don't go and quit and go home because God will not release you. In 2010, I come back, met my wife the first week of school. We went home, we both come from Ohio, we went home in December and got married. <laughs> and we've been happily married ever since, it only seems like yesterday. I like to thank the professors, there's one thing I won't miss, and Dr. King and Dr. Powers, I love your exogenicals, but I'm glad I'm done with them. <laughs> And to everybody, you know, to all the faculty, you've been like family to me. You've took me under your wing. You've helped me through many trials. Just last year, the mentor that I had since I was nine years old passed away. My father passed away. NBC faculty stood behind me and help me through that time. And I, I appreciate all you've done for me. And I'm looking forward to what God has for me next. I could lead a lecture on what I learned, but I won't do that to you. Uh, basically, I've learned 150 kabillion things here, but one of the most prominent things I learned here is the fact that I am never alone, and you aren't either. And no matter what you're going through, God will bring people in your life to speak to you, to support you, to help you, to relate to you, say, yeah, I get that. Um, just keep an open mind, an open heart for that, because if you don't, you'll miss it. 
So keep it open and it will come, I promise you. And um, then once that happens to you, don't just leave it at that. Go and be a blessing to others. Um, even if it seems awkward, you know, trust me, I know awkward, and uh, it works. You know, he will speak through you. And um, when that happens, something beautiful will take place. Um, you will be walking through the library and you'll see a student just sweating over all these books just spread out all over the table. He might be kind of rocking himself, kind of biting off his nails and whatever, and you'll think to yourself, oh, okay, I know what to do. And you'll walk over, you'll sit next to this student, put your hand on his shoulder and say, you're writing a paper for Dr. King, aren't you? <laughs> And then he'll say, no, Dr. Powers. <laughs> and then you'll get another student who walks and uh, sits beside him and says, I see Dr. Lambright everywhere I look. <laughs> and then you'll ask, well, when you're dreaming or when you're awake? And then the student says, is there a difference? <laughs> And then you'll get together, have a moment of prayer, and thank God for those professors, doctors, and teachers, because they really are priceless and awesome. And, um, and oops, I almost dropped this. Um, and on that note, uh, I want to uh, thank, do my thank yous. Thank you, students, for teaching me. Yes, you teach me. Uh, you've taught me in so many countless ways. We'll be here forever if I named all of them, but thank you. And for your friendship, for your encouragement during classes. Oh, thank you, everyone, those, crap. <laughs> okay, thank you, teachers, for, <laughs> oh, man. not only did you teach me academically, but spiritually and just everything I could think of, just thank you. You have a huge. <laughs> yeah, forgot about that. They didn't teach us that in speech class. Um, you have a huge chunk of my heart. I'll never forget you. Uh, Lord willing, if I get married and have kids, I'll tell my children about you. Yes, the good stories. <laughs> but. <laughs> But all of them are good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Powers, Dr. King. Um, thank you, Dr. Powers, for the indelible image of you uh, pretending to tear a Bible in half. That's an inside joke. You can ask me about the story later. Um, thank you, Dr. Self, uh, Dr. Um, Dr. King. Don't worry, I didn't forget about you. Uh, Dr. Uh, Russum, my brain is frying. Everyone here, every single doctor and professor here. Gosh, thank you. Um, and thank you to all the staff who work here. Jenny, you put up with so many of my questions. And thank you so much for that. And thank you tech team over there who takes care of the lights and everything. Give them a big thank you because without them, this wouldn't be as awesome as it is. Thanks, Vic. And um, then thank you to all my friends for supporting me, for praying for me, for being patient with me when I said, I'm sorry, I can't hang out, I gotta do a paper. And um, gosh, thank you, mom and dad. Oh, man. Breathe. I wouldn't be here without you.
And um, I thank all my other family members and um, two of my um, grandfathers who are in heaven right now. They taught me a lot about consistency, working hard, and um, my grandmother is in heaven right now. I thank them for their legacy. Couldn't have done without them. And I thank my God because he's the reason I'm here. And First Thessalonians 5.24, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. He was faithful and I've done it. Thank you so much and God bless you. So when I first came on campus, I was a shy, scared little girl. Through each person here, professors, Dean Lake, President Graves, and each of the students, I have grown. God has met me and God has healed me. And I am just so grateful to each one of you. And one of my favorite memories, um, I was in math class with Dr. McConaughey and I stood up and we were looking at algebra and I said to everybody, come on guys, get a grip. This is better than chocolate. And the whole room became silent. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> It has been 13 years since God first called me to shepherd his people. And it wasn't until 10 years after that that I finally listened. But through this all, I, I never imagined that this event, this, this accomplishment, this day would ever come. Yet, here it is. And it's because of the people who have stood behind me, who have held me up, the, the faculty and staff here that working here, I have had the opportunity to see behind the scenes where everyone is working diligently in ways that you don't even know to make sure that every student succeeds. But also my church family that has been there as a shoulder to cry on, as support when things get tough. But ultimately, my wife, who is my greatest cheerleader and supporter, who has been by my side even when I didn't want to listen to God. I am so thankful for everyone that has helped me get to this point. I know that God's hand has been at work through all of it, preparing me to ultimately lead his people. And that is what I intend to do with his strength. My name is Michael Mockerman, and it's my real name and my stage name. <laughs> Let's think. 2003, I first enrolled here at this college. I was the camp nurse at the Colorado Christian Service Camp for the summer. A mosquito decided he really liked my blood. I became very ill. 
had some memory problems. When I came back, what, four years ago? I remembered Dr. Lambright. I remember Dr. Matson. Everybody else I didn't remember. Our security guy, Greg, apparently we had a close friendship. He came up to me and he goes, Mike, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in such a long time. And I didn't remember him. And it really hurt. So that West Nile virus taught me something. This is one tough Irishman. You can't take me down. <laughs> now, the other problem is, I'm a severe dyslexic. Thank you, Dr. McConaughey. And thank you, Brian. He was my uh, helper in that. He got a kick out of me mixing up the numbers. He says, Mike, you have all the right numbers, but they're mixed up, they're scrambled. So Dr. McConaughey came up with this program that if I could tell her the formula, I would get credit for it. And all through growing up in high school and elementary school, math, English, they were not my favorite subjects, as you could see why. Um, I'd like to especially thank Dr. King, Dr. Powers, Dr. Warrington, all the staff here and my lovely wife, Consuelo, and my two boys who have put up with me for the last five years of working full-time and going to school full-time. They keep wanting to say, eso si chupa. <laughs> that really sucks. <laughs> so they really missed out on spending a lot of time, quality time with their father. But boys, we're about that close. Thank you. For the past couple weeks, I've been trying to figure out what I wanted to say tonight. And it finally came to me while I was standing in line over there. <laughs> um, I have gone through some of the toughest times health-wise while I was on this campus. I'm still pretty sick from what my doctors have said, and there are things that they still cannot figure out what's wrong with me. But at the same time, as I look at all my health issues, I also look at all the things that I've learned. I know a lot of people hate exegeticals, but Dr. Powers and Dr. King, thank you. I actually learned a lot through them. I learned more than actually your classes, so thank you. And also the cohort, Dr. Lambright, thank you so much for starting that program. I have grown so much psychologically and mentally than I have the last 26 years of my, my life. And I also believe that you should make it a requirement for every student on campus to graduate by going through that program because they end up becoming so much better just knowing themselves a lot more. So thank you. Good evening. I too did not think that I was going to be standing up here speaking. So, impromptu, and I would like Derek and Mike to time me. <laughs> Jumping jacks, whatever you have to do. 
Anyway, um, it's been a journey, and it's been two short years here, so I haven't had the opportunity, being in the um, Advantage program, to meet a lot of you. But those that I've come across and that have traveled this journey with me are precious to my heart. I have learned so much from you, and a part of me is so excited to go on and bring, you know, go out into what God has for me, and then there's a part of me that my heart is here and will always be here. A part of me that will miss this place. But as I look back and all the things I've learned, and my cohort, my cohort, I love you guys. Yay! Kimberly, Lauren, Sarah, Derek, Mike, Brady, and John. Dr. Lambright, I never did an exegetical, but your papers are comparable. <laughs> and I promise I will get better at my grammar. <laughs> Thank you so much for my biblical year, Dr. Powers, Dr. Self, that I was able to grow. I never knew how to study the Bible. And I came from a background of open the Bible and that's what you're going to do today with that verse. And I learned how to put it into context and what it meant and what it meant to my life. That is the most precious gift I'll take from here. And it is so wonderful to have that gift because now I can really get the meat into the meat of the word and what God really has for my life. So as I was coming through this um, time in my life where I thought everything was going to be ended, it's now beginning. I'm going to be going to my master's degree. God has showed me um, a great vision, and I'm really excited about that. And it started here. Thank you so much for all your love and your care. I couldn't make it without my cohort. You led me through heart surgery that I needed to have before I could launch out to do what God has me to do. So I love you all. Thank you. Thank you, MBC. For me, it's a long journey. Uh, I'm happy and then said, <clears throat> because uh, I think it's still time for me to stay in the NBC. But God told me that it's time come to you to move. So it's just a time of I'm going to move again. So I thank you so much to give me foundation the Salas Foundation. NBC teach me a lot of things. The holiness, to be holy, not only biblical, but among the people. When you put your, when you walk, when you're speaking, when you look, you be holy. Sometimes, I was looking sometimes, make people not look holy. 
Thank you, MBC. Thank you, professors. You challenge us. I love challenges. Sometimes the Bible tells us is a human written word, but inspired by, by God. But be careful when you interpret the Bible, because a lot of things now we've done edu uh, education part, but now we're going to, to the world. And the world have a lot of problems there. So thank you so much. I know this is a holy place, and you guys do the wonderful job. I research all the schools what I want to go to, but I find our Nazarene Theology's real foundation is very unique. Second, I want to thank my wife for the hard work she sacrificed for my education. I thank her for all she done for me. Thank you, honey. I love you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you over there for that <laughs> greeting. I appreciate that. Um, well, here you are. Uh, nine years now, I've been listening to our graduates stand and testify. And um, I've, I've sensed kind of a common thread through all of that. And tonight, a passage that came to me as I was listening to you it's from Galatians 6, 9 that says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And you didn't give up. And come Sunday, you're going to reap a harvest. Some of you are going to receive something you never thought in your life that you would receive, and that is a college degree. And uh, we can't wait for that moment. We're not trying to push you out, but we can't wait for that moment. Um, as I was listening, just some of the themes that run through, I just thought about this, is preparation requires persistence. Uh, you know, you just have to stay at it, right? And uh, I've heard year after year at least one, if not more, of our graduates tell the students that are still here, don't quit. Keep after it. You too can get to this point. And, and, and another thing that, that kind of comes to my mind is that persistence requires patience, right? I mean, you know that. Uh, and uh, we hear that again and again. But persistence and patience pays off. In time, you'll reap that harvest. 
um, I'm reminded is, you know, we, we've kind of combined three chapels into one now. We used to have an awards chapel, then we had a graduate chapel, and we had a sending chapel. And we've kind of put three into one now. And so we've arrived at that moment, what we used to call the sending portion. And um, each year I've read this passage of scripture from John's Gospel, chapter 20. On the evening of that first day of the week, after Christ was resurrected, the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, he said to them, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. The verse that kind of stands out to me is this. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. You see, the God who called you to this place for preparation is faithful. He's kept you through the years of study, and I can tell you tonight, He will keep you as you go from this place. When Christ looked at His disciples who were distraught, maybe even a little disillusioned, certainly fearful, He said to them twice, I know what you need. Peace be with you. You see, it says to me that Christ always knows what we need, when we need it, even better than we do. So it is my prayer that you will know the peace of Christ as you continue to live a life of service. Henry Nouwen wrote, one of the most important spiritual disciplines is to develop the knowledge that the years of our lives, all of the years of our lives, are years on a mission. It has been our desire to prepare you to evangelize, disciple, and minister to the world. And so tonight, as we have all been sent, we send you. And I pray you will spend the rest of your life on a mission fulfilling God's call for your life. It's my privilege and honor to pray for you tonight. So I'm going to ask our graduates if they would come and kneel at the altar here. I think we can all get it here pretty close around the side. Then I'm going to ask for the faculty to come and, and stand behind you. No, in front of you. Faculty, would you come and stand in front? And I'm going to do something tonight. I'm going to ask Jocelyn, I'm going to ask those who have worked with our students. If you're on staff here at the college, would you come and stand with our students tonight?
Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we come humbly before your throne tonight as your children. And we bless your chosen ones. They have responded to your call. They have prepared their hearts, minds, and spirit. And now as we lay hands upon them, we send them into the world. A world that desperately needs the good news of the gospel of Christ. Father, I pray that you will protect them from the evil one. That you would protect them by the power of your name. I pray that they will have the full measure of our Lord's joy. And that your peace and grace and love will always be in them. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. This we pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly God bless you. Go in his peace. Amen.